It's October 22nd, 2017, and we tried to make this a TF2 episode and we couldn't. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and welcome back to Bottle Crow. We're going to talk, we talk about Dota about... 2. Yeah, we TF2 tried... podcast. Yeah. No? We tried not mm-hmm. to talk about Dota, but uh, you know TF2 what? didn't let us. You know what? Yeah, we were going to... We were... There was a TF2 patch that launched last week? Question mark? Sure. Yep. Last week. And it was apparently a big update. I used to play a little bit of TF2. I played my first TF2 in like a few years on Friday, maybe. Probably Saturday. Probably yesterday. And I was like, hey, this was fun. Colin, Colin has has other thoughts. but And then their servers died? Or... I, I don't know. Yeah, I think when it's when um when the patch hit, the day the patch hit, it was like their item servers went down. And like TF2 is not a game where the items are all cosmetic. These are like... These are loadouts. These are different, yeah. like, yeah, tools you bring into the job. And without them, it's like, well, not really worth playing if you can only use the default stuff. Except for it kind of is, because it was good with default stuff. Anyway, um, and then it was just sort of like we the wind sort of left our sails and we didn't go back to it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? For the past few, yeah, I want to say like two or three episodes, we've we've been fucking whining. We've just been... <laughs> the most miserable little shits. Valve, give me patch. We need a patch. I'm tired of playing as. You know what? You know what? This is not a League of Legends podcast, okay? We do not need to wait for our lovely overlords of our video game to fucking do something in order to have a good a good pod. Stop having mm-hmm. a bad pod. Have a good pod. We're just gonna do it ourselves, okay? That's that's Dota two in a nutshell, right? Just the community's gonna do it themselves. So we're just gonna. I don't. We're just gonna have a good podcast, okay? Decided. Yeah. We don't need a patch. Yeah. We know it's coming. Oh yeah. By the way, November first. We fight on that mm-hmm. out this week. So, woo. November first of what year? We're not quite sure, but you know, we'll see. But you know, we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna do it. Whatever that will be. Yeah. So, how has your week of Dota been, Nick? Very, very light. <laughs> The past, I have to apologize, by the way, I got a message from Sing 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 the other day. He said he's gotten, you know, a bunch of ad requests and stuff. And even some some listeners have wrote in and it's great. And then his manager, me, has just really been dropping the ball. We're trying, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to work it in. I've been busy at the end of my, my schooling here in the next few months doing like job interviews and stuff. So mm-hmm. I've I've dropped the ball on some of the audio he sent me, but, but I'm, I'm working it in. However, there was... A few games of Dota I played this week. One of them, as part of DLG, uh, your premier Dota 2 WLEL team, mm-hmm. and now your only undefeated team in the We Like Dota League 2017 because yeah. we fucking beat Havarti, <laughs> our, our arch nemesis, because we play with those guys all the time. Yeah. And it was a game. Yeah. It, was a, it was a barn burner. It was a good one. Yeah. So Take us into it captain if you'd like uh I so I, about it. um i mean like i guess like we could start chronologically at the beginning which That's a good um, place to start was already it was already a uh a telling start as to how this was going to go because as as you know three of those guys we play with all the time one of them we play with frequently not all the time but frequently um and then they had a sub mm-hmm. um and their first ban was uh Jakiro, which is a roaming support we run it's like our our roamers like favorite support to pick and then the next band was oracle which is like 
that can only be a targeted respect ban because who else bans Oracle? <laughs> um, so I they, felt very wounded by that. Oracle, yeah, yeah, but it did mean that we got almost everything else we wanted. You know, we got yeah, we got Brew, we got Viper, we, we first got we just Mage. slammed Viper first pick. I, I mean, right there's no reason this, not to. Yeah, right before this, I was listening to Sam and Jim, two of their their players. Uh, on the latest episode of We Like Dota, they were talking about the game, and first of all, it was it was a great game. You know, we'll talk about it. But they were not expecting the first pick Viper. They knew going in because they had. <laughs> I feel this guilty now. They scouted us too. They watched our previous games and like saw our previous drafts and stuff too, which is exactly what we did to them. I think we both knew. You know, we were try hard mode coming in. They knew mm-hmm. we loved Viper and they knew we liked Brew. They did not expect us to just first pick the Viper. But I, he's like, like, he's our dragon, man. He's yeah, I mean, great. like, you know, uh, the the laning, like, the laning could have gone better for Viper, but he still did fine. And it's like, you don't really, like, lose much <laughs> picking Viper, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he doesn't have weaknesses and stuff, but it was, it was not one of those games where he just sweeps, right? Mm-hmm. But you just... <laughs> you're probably like even if he's he loses the lane which oh dota buff just died he did lose the lane he did yes according to dota buff he did lose the lane it went fine but you know he didn't come out ahead as viper sometimes do mm-hmm. but it was still a viper and so we the game eventually gets decided by a few team fights and because we had a viper in there i'm pretty sure it was a mean main reason we won but i mean also just, nick like you know, you're 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 playing it pretty humble here. You're anti mage in that game. Like, uh, this is this was a yeah, forty nine minute game, and he had five hundred and fourteen last hits. It was it was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, you found your we did ass off last that game. pick anti mage. I was a little bit worried. Like we were thinking jug because we our strategy. It's you know obvious by this point. We're not revealing anything. We're not going for roaming. We're just going for trying to win our lanes. The mm-hmm. Sam and Jim were talking about they knew we loved defensive supports. And so they were, you know, trying to ban against that and stuff like that. Didn't, like Chikiro. They knew we loved Chikiro for push. But mm-hmm. I, I I got Animage at the end. I was like, hmm, what do I go here? I'm not really thrilled about a CK because I had an Earthshaker Lich and it's like all sorts of team fighting and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You know, just give me Animage because they had they had a Timbersaw, a DP, an Earthshaker, a Lich, and then a Jug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I don't really know if I like animage here, but I'm I'm very glad we went with it. And it was a yeah. little bit rocky too because it's not really our style to go animage. We we love the no. jug for the sustain because healing ward is godlike. Yeah, we've been doing we've been doing like five man Dota, uh, and and this sort of like four protect one like insurance policy Dota is is we haven't run in a while. Not with this not with this no. lineup. I I wasn't too worried about it because. Animage is, like, my number one comfort pick. Like, I played, I think, a solo queue. No, definitely not solo queue. I played an Invoker game in, like, a party this this week, and it's been a while. I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I'm so bad. <laughs> I felt so rusty. But Animage, I can just pick up any time. And, like, I must have turned on tryhard mode or something because I was laying against uh, Lands on Timber. And uh, I I did really, I did like... You said, you know, I I got some last hits and stuff. I think I did really well. I had a lot of denies. He's mm. just, it's so natural on any mage. It's great. 
great to be in that zone and just last hit deny and know exactly how to prep for under tower stuff. It was it was a very fun lane for me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, like as it was it was touch and go for a while and even when even when Andy Mage came online, the game wasn't just over. We still had to fight for it. Yeah. But uh this game was totally yeah. decided by team fights, yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite everything else that went on. You know, the it was uh was that Rob? Yeah. It was Rob and Mr. Blue up on the off lane with Ogre and Brewmaster. And it was it was a little rocky for them because, I mean, they were against the, a tri lane of Earthshaker, Lich, and Jug, right? That's not mm-hmm. <laughs> anything to shake a stick at. But it was all about the space creation. And eventually, like, I was big enough that I actually started coming to fights. Thanks, Image. And then just, like, barely eked out two team fights, basically. And that's what won us yeah. the game. It could have been either way. Take a look at the net worth. And up until, like, f- what is this, 37 minutes, it was totally even. And then they won a team fight, and there was this huge, like, what is this? Yeah, 15K almost net worth spike within just a few minutes. And then we won a team fight, and after that, just skyrockets back up, like, 20K in net worth. And so now we're up mm-hmm. by 5K, and then from that point, I was I was big. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun that one. Was, it was a good game. I were hoping we're going to get to do some more scrims against them and stuff mm-hmm. before... Um... Before we get too much further in the tournament, we're not going to be able to this week. Sadly, I talked to them, and just schedules aren't going to work out this week. But yeah, yeah it we'll was get a some shame that we in. had to. You know, they they were playing at kind of man down. They were playing with a sub. Yeah, who you know isn't familiar with their team. It's a shame. You know, we we'd like to to go up against the strongest version of the team mm-hmm. and stuff. But it, it was still very close. Very close. Though to be fair, I mean, like I think there was there was some maybe strategic choices that that Timber made that I didn't totally agree with but like mm-hmm. i mean he did a shit ton of damage he oh, certainly yeah. was fairly effective <laughs> i mean 7 7 and 14 was his final kk so yeah yeah yep but i i we don't play a game i know definitely not this week it's right i should really look up <laughs> our, our swiss format is for supposed to work we're now the only undefeated team we're three and oh and so we don't play any more games i think in this round before the playoffs hmm yeah, I think that's I think that's the case. Okay. So I think what happens is they'll decide the the rest of the seeding for the tournament. We're the number one seed, and then we'll fight. You know, the the last place seed, the eighth place, I think, seed, and we'll play them, and you know, work our way up the tournament. Yep. So but that'll be fun. We've 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 had some rocky moments, like in all of these games. We've had some rocky moments where, like, oh boy, we were just not on the same page, or like we just mm-hmm. did not communicate properly there. But somehow, like, we keep pulling them out, and it's it's a good feeling. I feel like every time I walk away with, with the message that I need to be, like, more assertive in my opinions as a captain, and then I end up not doing it. Because, like, every time that we, we take a bad fight, I knew it was a bad fight. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just like oh, they, they popped Death Prophet Ult, and then they realized they had to back, so we chased them into Death Prophet Ult into Fog of War. That's like... Everyone seems excited about this, so I'm going along with it. But I knew this was a bad idea, <laughs> and of course we wiped. Like, why didn't I there say was a no? Moment, yeah, when Mr. Blue and I were hitting their tier... Well, we wanted to push their tier threes, and I think everybody else was on their team was top. So, like, oh, let's just go into this. It's just a nerd shaker. And I think both Blue and I knew, like, wait, why are we doing this? And then I just blink in. <laughs> he goes in. I think he blew ults, you know, splits from Brew. And I'm like, oh, boy. We we really fucked up here, and then we both died. In fact, yeah. yeah, we still got those moments, but it's we're having really fun games that we end up mm-hmm. winning. 
I got to uh, play a, a pretty fun game, uh, just a classic that I haven't played in a long, long time. Um, I we played one of our our five stack games actually with a lot of the guys from uh, Havarti, and I picked uh, Axe Jungle. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. And that game went well. <laughs> um, it like it's been a long time since I got to play some Axe. And like the game was kind of was kind of touch and go all around. We had a we had a safe lane carry uh, underlord, which wasn't actually maybe the best that pick. Me. That, that was hmm hmm was it? That Weird. was fine. It was it was. I'm just good. looking at the kills and I'm seeing that they were almost all on axe. Hmm. It's like Axe has an instant kill ability, and I have 27 assists, and I did 41,000 damage. Actually, holy shit, Sam, Pied Pirate, did 44,000 yeah. yeah. damage. Yeah, Sam, Sam did an insane amount of damage that game. Sam did work. But I bought a Battle Fury, so, hey. So this basically, has been the week bad. of Battle Fury. What? Get get out of here. Battle Fury is so, it's, it's so good. It gives you regen, gives you damage, gives you cleave, so you farm faster. It's just It's basically like Midas, you should buy it on everyone. It's it's more useful than Midas in many ways. Hmm. I used to be like you. I used to think Battle Fury was a great item. Thought I played a bunch of supports and I learned the truth. That Echo Battle Fury is bad the, on supports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wow, hot take. Uh, great. Yeah, Thanks no. for tuning in. <laughs> just gonna get I'm trying to get the reader mail, right? Yeah. Trying to get people to write in and tell me how wrong I am. Yeah. Uh, speaking the... of reader mail, by the way, I just want to address this real quick. I have gotten some reader mail from people asking when Jesse will be back. Um he's in the military. He's on you know, serving overseas, he's I believe. He's currently on a boat. He's headed home, but he's currently on a boat. Yeah. We would love to get him on. We have tried, and we will try again. But, like, it's not like we're not calling him. <laughs> I launched a satellite the other day, and I don't know what happened. I, I just lost it. I was trying to get, you know, the satellite link up so we could do it wherever he is in the oceans. I I don't know where the satellite went. I, I don't know what to tell you. No one can say. Who knows? No. It's gone. Gone forever. Aliens are going to pick up the Bottle Crow CubeSat. Hmm. Colin, we should launch a record into space. No. That's okay. a bad idea. Okay. Because well, we'd also have to launch like a copy of Dota so they'd have any idea what we were talking about, and then it wouldn't work because they wouldn't be close enough for the servers. Also, they probably wouldn't speak English. And they might not have servers? Or ears. There are a lot of problems with this plan. <laughs> nope. Okay, I'll, I'll think it through later. So you know what bums me out, Nick? Everything. Pretty much ever since 7.0... The level one Roche has been dead. Yeah. I think I'm on the same page. I want the level one Roche to be a possibility again. I want those back. Roche just, it, it isn't, it's not worth it early a lot of the time. Just generally. It's just not worth. Yeah. He's he's this big thing. He's, you know, huge objective in the map. He just doesn't give that much anymore since they nerfed the, the x gold he gives. I mean, it ramps also, up quicker over time, but... Also, he's tougher, right? Early on? Yeah. Well, he has more armor, yeah. And magic damage does more to him, but it's still not very, very much. Yeah, no level one roast threats depend on magic damage. <laughs> no, 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 no. All Earth. That would go badly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I want, yeah. I want changes to Roche to bring level one Roche back. Because level one Roche is like, when you have, like, 
one of my favorite plays of all time. I forget what team it was. It was some some like like tier two team or something was doing a level one Roche, and while doing it, their like their Wraith King was like all chat like very heavily engaged with chatting with the other team to throw them <laughs> off the scent of the level one Roche, and it was just amazing. There's nothing more cheeky than doing a level one Roche. It's just the it's best. so good. When like it's you know the horn is about blows and then it's like thirty seconds and then <laughs> Roshan has fallen. You hear the roar. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. I want that back. Uh, another quick note. Uh, previously announced. I don't know if you are familiar with the video game Darkest Dungeon. Don't think so. It's sort of a like a tactics roguelike horror game. Um, you are, you are going into, like, you are exploring a dungeon and there's some, like, you know, Cthulhu-y horror shit, you know, like, I forget the, I forget the term for that. There's a term for that kind of, like. Uh, Lovecraftian. No, I mean, that's the shitty term for it. There's a better really? term. Cosmic horror. Hmm. Okay. Cause it's, cause otherwise you're just attributing it to one guy who was a racist and that's not great. Wow. Um, cosmic horror, I feel like is the, is the greater genre at this point. It's a cosmic horror, uh, roguelike tactics game. Um, and you're going in and like your, your fighters get, anyway, it's, it's our, I'm not a personally, it's not my, my cup of tea, but it's a well-made game that people enjoy a lot. Um, and it has a very distinctive announcer. And so of course they announced a darkest dungeon announcer pack for Dota two a long time ago. And like a lot of announcer packs, then that was just kind of that. And we didn't hear back from them. When will we get the Gordon Ramsay announcer pack? I think we did this last week. What? No. Last week. No. Anyway, um, there there is another update. They are they are confirming that they're still working on it. So it's soon. At, yeah. at the very least, they're still they're still focused on it. I mean, Slacks has made an announcer pack. How long ago now? His still isn't in the game. So yeah, but he's terrible. Yeah, but no, no. Oh, okay. I mean, he Good is. Point. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's no disputing it. Literally, no disputing it. But. Shoulder yeah, shrug. I don't know. Announcer Your packs don't seem like much of a priority to them. So, also, I mean, they're they're you know, I think fairly so, but they're like their metrics or whatever. They're what they want in an announcer pack is so strict that a lot of people flunk out. You know, yeah. so I mean, we don't know the process for it. There probably is no process for it. I mean, there is. I mean, I've, I've read. I've read some stuff like the um the Dota Two reporter guy tried to do one and he submitted one that he'd completed. And he got a ton of feedback back about, like, how this needs to go and how, like, maximum line of lengths and various, like, communication things. And he was like, it's going to be so much work to fix this. I'm not even going to do it. Hmm. But, okay. like, there is a system. Um, speaking of systems, oh, there is no good transition. No, it's <laughs> it's bad. It's terrible. But let's talk about the PGL Open Bucharest yes. tournament. It's the, the most recent minor in the... Dota Pro Circuit for 2017. Nick, I'm going to tell you what teams were in this, and you tell me which one you think it won the tournament without looking at the notes. Oh. This is such a bad premise. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay, I'll give was... you my, my expectations from weeks ago. Okay. So we've got EG, LGD, Mineski, Immortals, Navi, Secret, Vici J and Infamous. 
Navi EG finals. Navi wins. Navi's back. You know, that would have been that would have been exactly what everyone expected, honestly. Yep. Um now this was a Mineski one. This this uh they won the grand finals 2-0, and throughout the entire tournament they only lost two games. One they lost to Navi in the group stages, and one they lost to Immortals. And otherwise they were they just swept everybody. Um it was a fairly small tournament, as you can probably guess. But but yeah, it's uh, Mineski previously, like the, the last minor, they were in the grand finals against Liquid. They took a game off of them before getting beat there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mineski looks really strong right now. Yeah. it. Where'd they come from? I mean, they came from their new roster, right? Their new yeah, roster, right. like they've got Mushi and Ice Ice Ice, which boy, it's great <laughs> to see those guys on a good team again. And yeah, Jabs. Uh, Jabs is also, you know, kicking ass on that, that roaming. It's... It's just a really good lineup with some some classic great players and some newer talent. Uh, Ninja Boogie, um, No No, I think also. Um, Nana, Nana. I was close. It was from memory. No No Nana. Um. Anyway, looking looking very strong. Uh, second place goes to LGD, who also did pretty well in this tournament. Third and fourth to Immortals and EG. Uh, I had initial concerns about how Immortals would do. On their, their the resurrection of, of Phoenix mm. and that that play style, um, and this result is decent, but it is a smaller tournament, and also, I feel like some of my fears were realized in this tournament where they were just like, they were baited into taking fights because immortals will always fight, that they really shouldn't have, and mm. it's like if people can get used to that idea this early of just like just show them a fight and they'll take it and then we beat them like well that's a problem yeah so yeah but i mean they're looking strong let let me pull up the pro circuit stats here yeah so mineski is currently on top in terms of points they got 240 points and then second place is liquid with 150 so it's Mm -hmm. now mineski liquid lgd and complexities in fourth well tied with eg immortals and secret but yeah yeah it's uh, I don't know. We haven't had any majors yet, and that's really going to be the real like. This is this. People are going to really turn on their game for the majors. I expect. It's yeah, gonna, we got uh, ESL one Hamburg coming up in four days, so maybe excellent, I'll, I'm excellent. gonna try to pay attention to that one a little bit more because there's 1,500 yeah. points there to be won. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll since you have have told me the time of it, I will try and watch. I still haven't started my new job, so I should have time to probably watch the whole thing. Um, and I will do so. That's great. So you're going to Bucharest, okay? Great. We'll we'll record well, some it's, stuff live it's from a, there. Isn't it in Hamburg? That would be kind of a waste of time. Uh, well, no, yeah, so that's one Hamburg. Where the old one. He's <laughs> <laughs> in Hamburg. Hamburg, in Bucharest. Bucharest, right? It's the same. same pretty much. America. Pretty much. So Nick, we are out of conventional things to talk about, but we have so much. <laughs> it's never stopped us before. We have so much There's to talk so about. So much to milk. What do you want to talk about first? We have three things for you this week, folks. We have an Ags of the Week. We have the triumphant return of Lore of the Week. Triumphant. And also, thanks to uh, teammate and friend, Church, we have a special uh, custom Frostivus Games. Uh, I think from each of us, right? Yep. If you don't, I have a huge one that will take a lot of time. Perfect. I, yes. <laughs> I thought that, well, 
when Twitch suggested it, I'm like, that's a great idea because Colin is the Grinch. So I think he is the one who needs to come up with something because he. Well, that's perfect because that. Okay, well, let's do that first because you can help me work this out. Great. So first, I'm going to read the lore, right? So first off, okay, Frost of Us. It is basically inspired by the Christmas Truce from World War One. if you're familiar with that. From um, World War One, A little bit, yeah. Basically, you know, on Christmas, on the front lines, there was this, you know, unspoken, unofficial truce between the lines. And so that's the same idea as Frostivus. It's like, oh, it's this winter holiday, and there's a ceasefire between Radiant and Dire, and everyone celebrates. So... As Frostivus approached and the air grew cold, all prepared for the merriment of that day, all that is except for the Grand Magus Rubik. Oh, Frostivus was fine, but how did it work? It was by far the coldest day of the year, cold enough that few even felt brave enough to leave their homes. Why was that? As the Magus studied, he discovered answers, and then answers within answers. Frostivus was in fact a spell a great arcanery cast by an ageless legendary sorcerer by the name of Santa Claus. (laughs) His curiosity piqued, he studied even harder, and in an ancient tome he made a shocking discovery. Santa Claus was a mistranslation. The caster's name was in fact Sandy Claus, one of the many names of the great desert spirit he knew as Sand King. And so it was that Rubik slipped out on Frostivus Eve and stealthily followed Sand King out into the wilds. There he witnessed the most incredible sight, the great spirit shedding his scorpion armor to cast the year's best holiday into life. And well, it's Rubik. What do you think he did? On reflex, without thinking, he stole the Frostivus spell for his own and cast it again. And again. And soon the cold grew so bitter that none could move from their home for fear of death. None save for those, save those to whom the cold is a friend. Now it is the task of these heroes to stop the Grand Magus before the world sinks so far into an eternal deep frost of us that even they cannot survive. You you defied all my expectations, Colin. You really came back this week from your from your Grinch, your Scrooge status. If I'm going to do it, I kind of go all in, right? Yeah. That, so. See, that's, that's the way Valve needs to treat it. You just got to go all in. So this is an asynchronous multiplayer mode, 1v3. Okay. One player plays a modif- modified version of Rubik. You have higher stats. You have no cooldown on spell seal. And your null field is rolled into your new e-slot, a spell called Frostivus. Passively, it gives you null field. And then its active component is a cooldown that only ticks down while Rubik is alive. Its cooldown is 60 seconds. Every time he casts it, he gains a stack of Frostivus. Rubik gains power in accordance with the level of Frostivus. At 10 stacks of Frostivus... Rubik is far too powerful to be stopped, and he gains the ability to attack the other team's base. When Rubik dies, he respawns at one of numerous possible locations on the map, and he respawns invisible for 15 seconds. So he's just going to respawn at basically one of a handful of places on the map, and he's the idea is you're not going to be able to know where he's respawning or catch him, at least at first. Now the other team is three characters, and the roster you have to choose from is Ancient Apparition, Crystal Maiden, Drow Ranger, Jikiro, Lich, 
Tusk and Winter Wyvern, all the ice heroes. They play like a normal Dota team, but their win condition is to destroy the icy prison in the middle of the map containing Sand King, a.k.a. Sandy Claws, so that he may restore the holiday to its proper state. Now, other than having neutral camps, I don't really know what you do besides trying to hit the... Like, obviously, <laughs> obviously Rubik always has vision of of the of the frozen sandy claws right that's mm-hmm. like his ancient yeah but it's also always vulnerable you don't have to do anything you could just walk up and start hitting it if you mm-hmm. do that rubik's going to pop out of the shadows and murder you though so i guess basically it's like trying to trying to pick fights with rubik and hunt him down and farm up but also not take too long in doing so or he'll get too strong and he'll destroy your base and you'll lose i think what you have to do mhm is you can you can you know certainly right click Sandy Claws is icy prison, or around this central area where he's imprisoned, you have to add some mini games, and these mini games will win you either buffs, debuffs on Rubik. You can you know take a stack or two of Frostivus off or something, or damage the prison, and so you have these little mini events. Right, you could have. Sledding. You have a sledding area, <laughs> okay, and then you you have to race a a penguin or something along you know this area. And if you win the race, then you get this this buff, this achievement or something. And then you could mm-hmm. have um hmm what what else could you do? You could do uh what the hell curling curling. You can throw a penguin. There it's all penguins. Why not throw a penguin and then you try to curl? I, that's curling is the most boring thing ever something like that you, uh, you I, have these... I have a question okay why 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 because yeah. there you go you said you know besides right clicking him i don't know what you do you gotta you could have these choices to make right hmm yeah i guess so these i don't know bonus it, seems areas weird. That you can do. it does it absolutely does it seems like it distracts from the point of the mode which is kind of like survival horror with rubik i guess okay like okay monster. i didn't quite kind of Get, okay, no, that makes sense. I mean, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be able to kill him with a coordinated mm-hmm. effort, but it's hard because okay. I mean, like you know, because he's stronger than usual, and also he's got no cooldown on spell steal, which is strong. How about you? You can arm traps. I, I now get it. We get the theme of survival. Mm. You can arm these traps, but to arm them, you might need to farm a neutral camp where you can get a uh, baby penguins to power your trap. <laughs> so you have to kill its parents. And then take the baby penguin, and that means like you have to carry it, right? You remember Mario sixty four, I'm sure. sure. You have to carry sure. this penguin in your hand, so whatever hero is carrying it has to be protected, so that things that will start, you know, trying to come attack this vulnerable ba- baby penguin will not be able to hit the hero carrying him, because otherwise he'll run away. That's so just one the, idea. Then you the can have to go farm a little weird, but... candy canes around the map in order to create a uh-huh. candy cane uh, spike pit. And these will damage or slow, etc. Rubik to help you kill him. I see. I like the traps idea. I think that's good. I kind of am torn up. Like, I, I don't understand how a, a baby penguin is a trap. He's going to power your your trap. He's your like, battery. Like These you, youngins, you put them on like, a, like infinite, a hamster energy. wheel or exactly. something? Or, a, you know, a, a penguin slide, an infinite penguin slide. 
He can just okay. slide infinitely on his belly. It's a source of free energy. I feel like I'm losing the thread here, but okay. Okay, okay. I'll, no, we'll go over the physics later. It's fine. I, yeah. I just, you know, I, I, I'm look. I'm, I'm trying my best with this holiday stuff, Perfect. but it doesn't come naturally to me. No, no, it's good. We appreciate so. the effort. I think you have to have a shop. You can collect candy yeah, cane, yeah. candy coin. No, candy cane. Let's we'll stick with candy canes and gumdrops. No, you collect gumdrops as the currency if you farm camps or things like that, or if you complete little little mini things. And then you can go to a shop and you can buy upgrades. One of these upgrades is a sled. So you can just, you know, there's icy terrain on certain parts. And so you'll be able to move quicker on those because you have skates. I'm going to go with skates. Skates or sled or both. Nick, I just had a great idea. What if all over the trees are Christmas lights? But there's a thing about these Christmas lights. Based on how close Rubik is, a larger percentage of those lights will turn green. Ooh, and when all the lights are red. green, you know that Rubik is like red. there. And re- well, it's green it's is his color, red. though. No, that's true. It's a creepy green. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a very creepy green. It's a very it's 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 in fact it's Spooky. if you go to the like the paint shop and you ask for spooky green, that's your. Could I get one know. gallon of spooky green, please? Yeah, you know, there's a there's actually an official Minions paint color. So I'm accepting color. a new application for a bottle crow host. Please send all applications to Nick at bottlecrow.com. Something unfortunately happened to Colin because he mentioned minions. They the suck. Podcast. I hate them. I'm just mentioning that this thing exists okay. because I thought we could both be horrified for a moment. We could it's be just, unified in horror. I, I can't. I can't possibly fathom. Well, let's let's move to something that you can you can perhaps be a Wrap little more invested small in. Small mind around. Yeah. What 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 is your idea for Ags of the Week this week? What hero are we doing? We are doing Lena. Okay, great. great. Good. What what's your what's your Lena idea or ideas? Do you have multiple? I'm trying to. I'm so torn. I've I've come on this podcast. I've given you my crazy Ags ideas. I've given you my boring Ags ideas, and then you know ramped it up from there, like with uh, Tempest Cascade. That was a great great time. A love love those maths. This week, I'm just I'm gonna keep it simple. You know how Lena has stacks of fiery soul. Mm-hmm. This Ags is linked to that. She will instead of having a maximum of three stacks of fiery soul, she'll she'll keep that, and then she will also have stacks of Slayer, and these scale infinitely. It's kind of like Warpath, right? How a Bristleback can just get in. No, not infinite. Yes, infinite. <laughs> In my case, amount of stacks by casting spells. She will be able to do the same thing. And for every you know spell she casts, she gains a stack of Fiery Soul up to her sta- her limit, her cap. And then she gains a stack of Slayer. Once you have more than five stacks of Slayer, you can activate Fiery Soul slash Slayer. And then she will pause. She will channel for a moment. And then she, in a line in front of her, it's about the length of Dragon Slave, uh, but doubled. The, the same width as Dragon Slave, but doubled length. She will just unleash a bunch of fire. And that's my Ag's idea for you. How much damage does it, well, like, is it Depending good? on the stacks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Laguna Blade's magic damage at 10 stacks, let's say. And the stacks okay. decay every 15 seconds. Okay. 
So you just get a bloodstone, you run around the map for five minutes, and then you come in with 500 stacks and you just annihilate everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. no, 30, 30 seconds is how long it takes. 45 seconds decays the amount of stacks. Like, they, they okay. aren't infinitely linked. It's just okay. every 45, okay. one decays. Okay. I just want, I want to give, I want to give her a nuke that's related to spellcaster version of Lena. And then does a fuck ton of damage. You know, all of my, yeah, all of my changes are, are more spellcastery. So okay. that's, I've got great news. So I have, I have three ideas for you. Okay. And first off, we're going to go with the one that's, huh, it's the tired idea, right? Mm-hmm. Lena spells can now crit. 25% chance. Okay. Tired. What, what kind of what like, percentage is this? I was thinking like a Daedalus. Okay. 275. Okay. Yeah. I actually, have uh, a fuck ton of damage. Holy shit. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, I tweaked the numbers, as okay. ever. Now, let's go up. Let's move up to a wired idea, shall we? Yeah. Light Strike Array now also purges allies in the AoE. Okay. Great. Support yeah. Lena's back. Or offlane Lena. Offlane Lena. utility and magic damage. What if it's a strong purge? So if you're about to be stunned, you just cast Light Strike Array on yourself. I like that idea. Okay. Now let's move up to something. Let's move up to our last idea, which I think is truly inspired. Oh. Dragon Slave is gone. You've got a new queue. Okay. It's called Ashmaker. Ashmaker? Ash. Maker. James? As in a thing that makes ash, ash. out of things. Uh-huh. So by default, it's just Dragon Slave with two times the distance. It travels in the same amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's identical. But every 20 seconds, you gain a charge, not of this spell, of a buff called Empower Ashmaker. You have a max of two charges. Your D is a new spell called Empower Ashmaker. It consumes a charge to empower your next Ashmaker. You can consume up to two charges at once. So if you have nothing, if you have nothing consumed, it's just the default two times range, uh, Dragon Slave. If you consume one charge, you have a level two Ashmaker, which is the same, but it does pure damage. If you consume two charges, it does pure damage and it is global range. So the Dragon Slave just goes until what? it hits the edge of the map. <laughs> However, it also travels at the same speed, so it reaches it at the same amount of time a Dragon Slave would take to what? reach its endpoint. <laughs> so it's basically just a white-hot beam of fire. What? Okay. You can only do that every 40 seconds. It's fine. I'm just going to sit in the base with a... You don't need a bloodstone. You're in the base. I'm just going to sit in the base with an Ags. Just and an Octarine? Press maybe? D every once in a while. And an Octarine. <laughs> Just nuke everywhere. Listen, I didn't say it was balanced. I, I'm glad it's not perfect. That's it's not up to us whether things are balanced, Colin. See Necro seven point oh seven. Yeah, no, of course, of course. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the frog will will take a look and, and see what he thinks. Mm-hmm. I'm, so finally, I'm inspired. we have an Ags of the week. Nope. No, no, lore of the week. We went in circles. Lore of the week. So this week's lore of the week is for Gondar the Bounty Hunter. I'll start off by just reading his lore section, right? As I usually do. 
When the hunted tell tales of Gondar the bounty hunter, none are sure which are true. In whisper tones, they tell that he was abandoned as a kit, learning his skill in tracking as a matter of simple survival. Others hear he was an orphan of war, taken in by the great Sork the Hunter, to learn the master's skill with a blade as they plumbed the dark forests for big game. Okay. Still others believe he was a lowly street urchin raised among a guild of cut purses and thieves, trained in the arts of stealth and misdirection. Around campfires in the wild countryside, his quarry speaks rumors of Gondar's work, growing ever more fearful. They say it was he who tracked down the tyrant king Goth, years after the mad regent went into hiding, Gaff. delivering his head... Goff. G-O-F-F. Goff. I guess. <laughs> right? inside joke. Sorry to interrupt. Do you oh, know shit. Gaff is a thing Fuck that you. you stab fish with if they're too large to just pull them off out of the ocean or whatever just by the hook? We learned that yeah. this week. It's called a gaff. Yeah. I'm just going to you know. not derail you anymore. It's like somebody bent a harpoon. Yeah. Um, delivering his head and scepter as proof. That it was he who infiltrated the rebel camps at High Seat, finally bringing the legendary thief White Cape to be judged for his crimes. And that it was he who ended the career of the Sork the Hunter, condemned as a criminal for killing the prince's prized Hellkite. Oh, no. The tales of Gondar's incredible skill stretch on with each more daring feat, each daring feat more unbelievable than the last, each target more elusive. For the right price, the hunted know, anyone can be found. For the right price, even the mightiest may find fear in the shadows. Hashtag Batman. So that's his official lore, right? Mm -hmm. And traditionally, that's sort of where we stop. We maybe discuss some of those possibilities a little bit. But I went a little above and beyond this week, and I took a look at all the lore on all of his cosmetics that he's ever had released. And a lot of it's boring and stupid. That's just how it is. A lot of them, a lot of these are just like, this is a really nice knife that he bought one time. It's like, who fucking cares? Um, but I'm going to point out two sets that I think are particularly interesting. Please. Now, one of them is the Second Disciple set. So the story that we piece together from the descriptions on the Second Disciple cosmetic set is that Gondar was, in fact, as, as they hint one of the rumors, he was the student of the Sork the Hunter. And he was one of two students. And the other student betrayed Sork the Hunter and took his secrets and his techniques to teach an opposing army. And Gondar tracked down the traitor, infiltrated the army, obtained the armor that is the second disciple armor as part of this infiltration, killed the traitor, and then took their dagger and used it to kill that army's general. So that's a neat little story. Hmm. Good. Above average. Now, here's the short one, but that's also kind of more interesting. This is uh, Trappings of the Pangolin Hunter. So, this is a set that is just covered with, like, traditional bounty hunter-like sigils and stuff, because it indicates that Bounty Hunter is a member of a bounty hunting guild, and the guild master of this guild is a pangolin. Hmm. Nick, hmm. I feel like pangolins have come up recently, haven't hmm. they? Perhaps a hero that is going to be added to the game that is not an old hero, but a new hero. Yeah, like there's some kind of like fencing pangolin that is supposed to maybe be released on November 1st. Only time will tell. Yeah, quite possible we're going to get 
Bounty Hunters Guildmaster added, or maybe we're just making a leap here. Who knows? But it doesn't feel like that much of a leap. Folks, that's it for Bottle Crow this week. Wait, wait, wait. Thanks so much. Wait, wait. I'm glad I caught you. We need to have a small mention of one more Dota game that was played this week, Colin. No, okay. it's not the game where we played Ability Draft, where I went incapacitating by Curse of Avernus, Nyx Assassin, and I bought a Battle Fury, and it was fun because I hit someone once and they moved at 100 move speed. No, I will not mention that game at all in this podcast. But I might mention the game where Colin last picked, if I'm not not totally wrong, a support position five, but not Sven? And went to so, first item eggs, and only item eggs. It was a rough game. I didn't get a lot of farm. <laughs> no, I did you get did arcanes. Support Sven. I mean, that eggs was at forty three minutes. I was buying wards and sentries and stuff <laughs> yes, the rest of the time. So, folks, I we were down to our last pick. We needed another support, mm-hmm. and my team said we need a support with a stun. That gives armor. And I went through my head and I was like, well, unless you count the like tiny stun you get with rank four of poison touch on Dazzle, there's only one hero who meets that qualification. It's support Sven. See, and I so I did what my team told dazzle. me to do. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, technically he has a stun. He's gonna like do a little joke there. And then conflict support Sven. And I was like, huh? And I don't want to shame too much because I'm very supportive of trying new things in Dota. I think it's very important. It's part of what makes Dota special. But this was this was quite a game. It didn't go great. It, it didn't it, go the it, best. It went better than it should have. That game was totally winnable if we'd had a real support. <laughs> but we had they had a Slark and that was a problem. They had a PA, they had a Warlock, they had a Slark, they had a Bristleback, and a Witch Doctor. I mean, the rest of it we honestly could have handled, but the Slark, it yes. was just like, he would just purge off my stun, and it's like, well, okay, I can give you armor. I mean, have fun. I went mid lane, I, I was doing really well, like, I ended 13-8-15, I had 50 stolen in to Silencer, but I needed, like, all the items to counter them. Because I went first item, basically, well, I got a Midas because I got it early. And then I went Silver Edge because I need to break everybody on their team. And then I went a Hurricane Pike because it's very dangerous for me to be close. And then I went an Ags because they all started buying BKBs and I couldn't kill them. And then I needed a BKB because Slark would just pounce on me and then he would go doing his ult. And then he's basically killed me by the time his ult was over because we didn't really have anything besides Ravage to stop him doing that. And then I really needed an MKB because Slack bought a Butterfly and PA is in the game. So, you know, I can either break PA or break Bristleback or break Slurk, but I can't break them all. And I just, I was not able to buy every item in the game. <laughs> so, we it's lost. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I, more and more, like, I don't think Slark is overpowered, right? But I really think they should make him a little bit stronger in the early game in exchange for Dark Pact not being a strong dispel because that's just so fucking broken. It's it is so ridiculous. really annoying. Yeah. 
it's know. just like there are so many there are so many team comps where it's just like, well, there's literally nothing we can do about this. Like if you picked a support have... friend or something, it's just not gonna work out for you. I mean, I could have picked Avenge, it wouldn't have done shit either. Yeah. Like, unless I'd picked a, a pretty defensive support that game, as it went, still would have gone pretty close to the same way. Just because, like, okay, well, there are so there are so many possible lineups where you just can't do shit to a Slark once he gets some some items. Yeah, and it's frustrating. I mean, there's something I don't know. Part of me likes the fact that there's such a slippery character. So I don't, I don't, I'm, I think I might be on the side. I mean, of it's okay. I think he's already so slippery, though. He's already, like, his ult, the passive plus the active of his ult, is already the most slippery thing in the game, except for maybe Storm Spirit. And that's kind of debatable, which one is more slippery. The Q on top of it, like, and even if it was just a basic dispel, that's still good. It is. Because I, hmm. I have the exact same feelings you have a lot of the time. I don't know. I kind of like that I he's just, super slippery, and I kind of hate it. I just find it so frustrating that he can just, like, he can hit his Q and go in and just, like, it's not even a, it's not even a gamble for him. He's guaranteed escape. He doesn't, like... Yeah, he's just so squishy after that, unless he's super big is the problem. Yeah. If he fucks that up, he then, he's their carry, and then he's fed. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. You see, like... I don't have the answers. Yeah. It's... There are changes I would like to see to Dota. It turns out. Shocker. But we'll have to wait. But until we see them, this has been another episode of Bottle Crow. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Any rating or review you want to give us would be greatly appreciated. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro here on Dota. Here on Dota. Here on Dota. Here on Bottlecrow, you can fight a day in game Dota. in Dota 2 if you want to get it there. I also want to give a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Spimmy, who did our podcast art. You can get a commission of your own if you want at patreon.com slash Uh Thanks so much, folks. We'll see you next week. Queep equilibrium. Peace out.